0: The sports rap Good evening to you. Welcome to SAFM Sports Chat this evening. I'm Brad Brown. It's good to have you with us. And we start with uh, the news of the day. Obviously, football news. And Bafana Bafana are in action in the first semi-final of the Kasafa Cup in Namibia. And it is goalless in that match at the moment. We'll chat to Vilile Mbuli, who is in uh, Namibia a little bit later on in this evening's show to find out exactly uh, how things are going. We'll try and catch up with him at half-time. But I can tell you that Coach Shakes Shah made three... Three changes to the team that started against Lesotho on Saturday for tonight's clash. Uh, the changes see Amajita captain Tertius Malepe come in for Tepo Ricotto. Dylan Mokoa is in the place of Tembinkosi Lorch and Tabiso Kutumela will operate as the lone striker up front as Gift Mutupa is serving a one-match suspension. The second semi tonight sees Botswana take on the Democratic Republic of Congo. Kickoff in that one is at 8.30 this evening. Domestically, the dead rubber in the National First Division promotion relegation playoffs between the University of Pretoria and Highlands Park ended in a goalless draw this afternoon. There are two matches taking place in the Euro- At the moment, Hungary up against Portugal. First half action there, Hungary one up. Can you believe it? Against uh, the Portuguese and Iceland leading Austria by one goal to nil as well. The late fixtures this evening... Uh, ...sees uh, the Republic of Ireland play Italy and Sweden up against Belgium. We'll chat to Bradley Cornell in a moment uh, to get his thoughts on the Euro so far. On to rugby news, Sharks prop Queenie Wistazen has been called up to the Springbok camp... ...as an extra front row cover following the withdrawal of Trevor Nyakane... ...who's struggling with an ankle injury. Wistazen was part of the SAA squad that lost their two matches uh, against England Saxons. The Bok team face Ireland in the deciding test on Saturday... At the Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium. Uh, the team and the squad will be named tomorrow. Meanwhile, it seems that Ireland also have concerns of their own ahead of the clash. Fullback Jared Paynes emerged as an injury doubt uh, for that decider. On to tennis now in South Africa's Raven Clarkson and doubles partner Rajiv Ram from the United States are in great form ahead of the third Grand Slam of 2016. Their recent success on grass has shown that they will be title contenders uh, come next week Sunday. At Wimbledon, the duo defend their, or defended their doubles title at the ATP Jerry Weber tournament in Germany this past weekend and Klaassen says he's enjoying playing on grass at this stage in his career.
1: At this stage in my career, with, with how I feel, um, we, we we playing as a team. We going there certainly with our eyes on the title. Um, it would be very disappointing to do, to not make the second week for sure. But at the start of this, at the start of the tournament, we definitely have our eye on the title, and we're going to make a big push for that because I I feel like we're playing at a high enough level to give ourselves a shot at that. As much as you want to say you don't approach it any differently, um, as as you get closer to these big events, you know the the nerves kind of set and you know, a little bit the excitement goes up, and the you try to keep everything as as routine as possible, but the reality is that, that it means a lot to us to play these grand slams, and, and we, we, we try to be um, as focused as possible and kind of plan our, our schedules accordingly. So this week is sort of trying to uh, absorb everything as but from the last two weeks in terms of um, match play and, and sharpness. I'm just trying to recover the body and make sure that I'm fresh enough for a good two weeks stint in, in London.
0: Klaassen and Rajiv teamed up for the first time in July last year after the South African ended his partnership with eight-time Grand Slam winner Leander Pace. The SA-USA duo enjoyed instant success as they won in HAL last year, but were knocked out of the second round at Wimbledon. The 33-year-old from King Williamstown believes their game has improved a lot over the last 12 months
1: well the first the first thing um that that works for us is is that our game styles really complement each other um I think we made a good decision in in trying to pair our styles up and um we've also now been playing together for just about just over a year which which has given us time to to gain some um experience as a team and um, also kind of work out the kinks in our game and and hopefully from here we can just um keep making strides and pushing forward.
0: After Wimbledon, which gets underway on Sunday, Klaassen will in all likelihood turn his attention to South Africa's Group 2 Davis Cup tie against Slovakia. Although the team for the tie hasn't been finalised, Classen believes he can play an important role for his country, which is excited about the future of the sport in South Africa.
1: It's going to be an away time in Europe, which is, uh, which is always going to be tough for us. Um, these European countries, they generally all have very good players and, and Lithuania is no exception. You know, they, um, they're probably going to have the, the, the services of the rankers for that one, who's currently ranked in the top 60, I think, in the world. So it'll be a tough tie for us, but we've got some good promising, um, youngsters coming through and, um, uh, hopefully I can bring some experience to that and, uh, we can, uh, we can see, you know, I, I will be available, but at, at, at this stage, um, it's not really confirmed what the team looks like yet.
0: The 20th African Athletic Senior Championships got underway in Durban today. The 100-meter national record holder, Akani Simbini, was in action this morning. He won his 100-meter heat in a time of 10.27 seconds to progress to the semis, which take place later tonight. Simbini's already qualified for the, uh, the Rio Olympics, and he says even though he ran a good time, there is still room for improvement. Time was good. A bit
1: of technical errors in the race, but, you I know, mean, it's the heat. Had a long night, couldn't
0: sleep, but
2: I'm glad I'm
0: running and I'm healthy. In the women's uh, event, the 100 meter national record holder Karina Horn flexed her muscles when she won the Heat. uh, Five of the women's senior 100 meter events in 11.46 seconds. Karina, who's also qualified for the Olympics, finished ahead of Nigerian Gloria Asumnu to advance to the semis later this evening. She's looking to win a medal, but will have to pull out all the stops to beat African record holder Muriel Abhore from the Ivory Coast.
3: I'm happy with this. It's a bit cold, so I do want to push. Still two rounds left. Um, tonight's the semi final, then I'll go hotter. And yeah, I'm happy with everything. Um, definitely looking for a medal, and if the weather's good. I really want to run a new PB. Yeah, I'm really happy that she's here. Makes the competition greater. And I'm happy to have some good competitions. I'm looking forward to race against her in the final.
0: On to cricket now, the T20 series decided between Zimbabwe and India. Henarari went down to the wire this afternoon, chasing 139 for victory. And the series win. Zimbabwe, fell agonisingly short. Just three runs the margin of victory to hand India the series by two matches to one. Meanwhile, in the West Indies, uh, their woes extended beyond their four-wicket defeat to Australia in the Triangular Series last night. Captain Jason Holder sustained a hamstring injury, and he is a doubt for the uh, crunch game against the Proteus on Friday. And finally, there's been tons of debate around it, but Rory McElroy's finally confirmed he is pulling out of the Rio Olympics. That due to concerns over the Zika virus. Coming up next, we'll chat the Euros with Bradley Connor. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, there's been some fascinating football over the last uh, week and a bit, and we're joined now by football analyst Bradley Connell. Bradley, welcome on to uh, SAFM Sports Chat this evening. It's been uh, There's been some great football. I mean, let, let's let's call it a spade a spade. It's been a, a wonderful tournament so far.
4: Cheers, Brad. Yeah, good evening. Uh, yeah, you definitely... I'm sitting here marveling at uh, the current fixtures going on at the moment, and... You know, there's teams that have, uh, really impressed me and, uh, some underdogs of note. You look at Iceland now leading against Austria. It is absolutely fantastic and frustrations on, on behalf of Portugal's side, you know, but, uh, yeah, a lot of people didn't like the three, the uh, four best place, third uh, finishes or what have you, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, giving the, the sort of lesser nations a, a stake at their glory. But I mean, uh, I think the real tension and the, the real quality will start to show, you know, in the knockout round of, of 16.
0: But, Bradley, in saying that, and we'll chat about the format because there has been a change this year, but, but in saying that, the, the so-called minnows have put their hands up. I mean, you look at the games that are taking place yeah. right now, and you, you mentioned Iceland. Correct. I mean, 1-0 up against Austria, Hungary, 1-0 up against Portugal. You look at some of the other results, uh, not, not that Wales are, are minnows, but you look at the performance yeah. they put in the other night, 3-0 winners over a, a quality, quality Russian side. You know what? You you can't relax in these group stages anymore.
4: You can't. And it just shows you that the quality within European football is so high and the gap is always closing and uh, it's never always a a sure thing, you know. I mean, you look at the qualifying campaign. I think Iceland were in the same group as as, uh, the Netherlands. So for them to have deservedly qualified there, you know, nobody got any... It's only France, uh, obviously, being the host, um, who haven't played any competitive football for like a year or, or so, or nearly two years. But the rest have earned their rights and earned their place to be there. And uh, there's been some real upsets. There's been some... Uh, uh, listen, the season is long for the European guys. I mean, some of the guys in the top uh, team, Spain, Germany, uh, what have you, played 61, 62 games up until now. So the calendar is really packed for them. And uh, sometimes it does start to show because you see them not making the runs they quite wanted to. They're huffing and puffing. Um, and and you see these fresh nations, you know, who've got nothing to lose, got no respect and... Uh, just going about it and, and giving a good go, and all credit to them. They've really turned up, uh, turned up a, a lot of uh, big names here at
0: the moment. Let's talk about some of the teams who, who were favourites coming into to this tournament and, and how they've performed. England are always a, a team that lots is expected of them, and they they are perennial underachievers at uh, at sort of tournaments yeah. like the Euros and, and World Cups. Yeah. What, what, what's your take on, on the English team at this tournament?
4: Listen, I thought they've done pretty well in, in certain instances. I mean, Rooney coming into the tournament under a lot of flack with regards to his positional play, a new role in the, within the team. Um, and he's been by far, you know, in the opening game was their best player and, uh, he's done really well. So, I mean, it did show when he wasn't in the squad, when they made wholesale changes the other night as well. Six changes. You could see really battling along and, and I don't know why them, they made so many changes, but again, Walker, um, you know, for, for Klein down the right hand side, who Walker has been feeling a lot of accolades now, and um, good work rate, uh, you know, good quality going forward, good season. Um and they did bring in a Klein who did just as well getting forward, and, uh, yeah, the, probably the biggest disappointment has been Sterling, you know, in terms of everything else. But, uh, there are no easy sort of uh, fixtures, and England are always, because of the, the popular, uh, the, you know, the, the, the popularity of the EPL, They always expect it to do well um, and they always carry that burden and, uh, automatically considered as favourites, even though their past tournament history hasn't really favoured them, and uh, they're always chasing, everyone wants to beat them for some reason, everybody shows them no respect, everybody feels they've got a chance at them, and uh, usually the teams, uh, you know, do very well against the English, so hasn't been all bells and whistles, if any, second in a group behind Wales, is, uh, is is pretty, you know, underachieving for them, and... Let's hope they get better during the tournament. Uh, other nations as well, you look at Italy, have been coming in the tournament under the radar. Nobody put them on the paper beforehand. The weakest Italian squad within years. Um, they'll be lucky to get out the group stages. And here, they've dominated in every sense. And going back to that old three-five-two formation, um, and it seems a couple of other nations. You look at Wales as well, also playing three at the back, uh, or potentially five at the back if you bring the two wing backs in, you know, so from a defensive point of view, very difficult from offensive point of view, they're dragging teams out of shape, they're spreading the game wide and creating lots of gaps in there. So all credit to, to teams who have gone back to the basics.
0: And then, Bradley, uh, a league and, and uh, a nation that you're very fond of, uh, being, uh, having played in, in Germany. What's your take on yep. the world champions? Uh, I mean, are they a real threat? Obviously, coming into the tournament as world champions, they they were and probably the favourites. Do you think they still carry that?
4: Um, listen, I had my doubts going into the tournament. I still had my doubts, uh, even though, you know, I will... Uh, I've got a, I've got a weak spot for the German team through and through, but I am quite uh, clinical in my observations and I, I, do feel that they are battling in a few departments. Um, you know, especially at right back, uh, left back, and as well as the striking position. You know, yes, they did create many chances against Northern Ireland. Um, but again, you have to look at the type of opposition. Now, you know, let them play as open as they did from so early on against the, the Northern Irish team. Uh, I do feel that they might get out of sorts in terms of their shape. Um, you know, Tony Cruz is not making the runs he used to make. He's only mm. wanting the ball to feed, only spreading it left and right la- laterally. The vertical passing is not, uh, as, as good as what I would have liked to have seen. Um, but again, there is a quality in every department. Um, so yes, there are certain elements to their game that I'm not very happy with, but do they have the quality to go on? I mean, for me, nitpicking at them, having seven points and not considered a goal, Winning the group, you know, it does sound like nitpicking, but it's not the same German team uh, with Slavlam, Matasaka and uh, Miroslav Tolsev. Uh, definitely
0: not. Still lots of football to play. I can tell you that there has been a, another goal in that uh, Portugal-Hungary game. Nani scoring with three minutes to go to the halftime break. So it's 1-1 in that one. Bradley Connell, thank you so much for your time this evening. Uh, much appreciated. I can tell you there's been a goal in the Kasafa Cup as well. Swaziland leading Bafana Bafana by one goal to nil as the halftime break approaches. We'll head to Namibia and chat to Valili Ambuli in just a moment. But first it's time to take a squiz at what's happening on the rugby field with that big test coming up this weekend.
5: Remember that moment you wanted to give up, when you had to fill out form after form and stand in long queues. So you sought guidance from someone with an end-to-end online global trade solution. A bank that could offer you complete control through a secure online platform for all your foreign exchange and cross-border transactional needs. For some, global growth is still a tedious process, but not for you. Amazing things happen when you partner with the right people. Partner with NetBank and take your business to the next level. Email business at netbank.co.za for expert guidance on global trade. We're an authorized FSP and registered credit provider. Make things happen. NetBank. 3.1 million
6: children die from hunger and malnutrition every year. This Mandela Day, we aim to pack 3 million meals as part of the global Follow the Sun Mandela Day campaign. Join Stop Hunger Now SA to eradicate hunger and malnutrition in our children. Your support saves lives. Visit www.stophungernowsa.org This is a SABC
5: Foundation supported initiative. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource
0: and on to rugby now here on SAFM Sports Wrap Springbok prop Tendai and Tawarira says that the team is still a work in progress and will get better with time the most capped Springbok amongst the current group believes that valuable lessons have been learnt by the team in the past two tests of the Castle Lager incoming series against Ireland and they're ready to deliver their best performance at the Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium in Port Elizabeth on Saturday in the series decider
2: yeah no, I think it's uh, definitely a thing of the past I want say uh, you know Striking, but it's, just, it's a work in progress There's some certain, certain things that we just need to improve on so you know, Rome wasn't built in a day so we just have to keep at it and I'm sure the wall will break so I think, yeah, this, uh, this final this Saturday is definitely going to be you know the pinnacle of what we have learned this couple of tests and we have to deliver and every facet of the game Mtaurir
0: admits that the scrums have been a problem especially on opposition ball where he believes the box have gone to sleep but
2: he says they have worked hard this
0: week to increase their reaction speed
2: uh, I think there was no trouble really. It was just a couple of, uh, we just went to sleep a little bit on their ball. I think and our ball was scrummed really well. So, something that we want to keep on improving. I think those, uh, yeah, we just, uh, we thought the ball was out and then the ball was in and then they kept on scrummaging and then, you know, we had our uh, loose forwards up. So it's something that we've really been working hard on. We have to, yeah keep on scrummaging until the ball is out. So it's, uh, it's a small thing to fix and I'm sure we'll be much better this weekend. Yeah.
0: The beast also said there's been plenty of focus on eliminating the many errors that have hampered their progress in the last two tests. It's the many errors that Ntareira believes has stunted the momentum in the game, and again assured Springbok followers that it is a thing of the past.
2: Yeah, I think uh, yeah the training this week has been really great. Uh, I think uh, we've really focused on the detail, making sure that we don't make those smaller errors that we've probably been making in, a, in, a, in the past two tests. And I think uh, yeah, two games is enough now to to really. Uh, Get the synergy going and everybody knowing their roles. So I think we're definitely going to be much much better prepared uh, for the third test.
0: Mtawarira says a good start to the game will be vital and the box will also need to get their discipline right if they are to prevent Ireland from gaining an early lead in the game, which put the Springboks on the back foot in the previous two tests played in Cape Town and Johannesburg.
2: Yeah, I think obviously uh, having a good start is very important to special rugby and uh, discipline is, uh, is an important key. I think we were not so great in our discipline in the, in the first half. You know, we allowed them to get, you know, a couple of three pointers and then just before you know it, you know, 12-3 down. So, you know, so and then you have a lot of you know, your backs against the wall. So it's something that we really uh, been working hard on and we have to certainly improve in the third
0: even though he's not the captain of the team, Taurira says he's taken more responsibility as one of the leaders and elder statesmen in the squad to help some of the younger and less experienced players. Taurira says he is a man who likes to lead by his actions but has learned to be more vocal of late. Yes, no, it's
2: definitely a massive responsibility and uh, I think for me uh, I've always been uh, a guy that doesn't say much so for me it's leading by my actions. And uh, I think uh, yeah, I've been more vocal uh, lately and making sure that uh, you know, I try and help the youngsters out because you know, uh, you know, I've been around a while now, I know how, how, how we play, on how, how, you know, maps and stuff, so sometimes the youngsters have problems, they always come and ask, so I always try and encourage them to always you know do uh, know their detail before we get on the, on the field, it's very important.
0: Yeah. With one win already under their belt on the tour, Mtarira is expecting the Irish to again come up with a few tricks in their arsenal to win the first series on South African soil. Mtharir says they are expecting that, but they are also aware that the Irish may employ the same kicking game that worked for them in Johannesburg.
2: No, I think uh, the Irish, uh, I don't think so I'm sure they will have a couple of tricks up there, Steve. So I think, uh, I think those will also be more of the same. You know, they've got a very good kicking game, so we have to really uh, make sure that we're good at that and do those those high balls that come, you know, come our way and yeah, make sure that we put the pressure back on them will not play too much in our half and in our You know, to you know, you know, get the points so and have to put the pressure back on them.
0: Meanwhile, Irish lock Devon Toner revealed that his team still hurting from their 32-26 loss at the hands of the Box in that second Test in Johannesburg. Toner said they were still going through the post mortem of the game, but they understand that they should not have lost from such a commanding position. Um,
3: I wouldn't say we're over it. Um, we're still, we're still going through the footage. We're still looking at the video. We're still, uh, we're still kind of hurting over it, but. Um, like I think training went all right today. I think I think we're very much still in recovery mode. I think there's a lot of sore bodies out there, so I think we're going to try and build our way into the week and try and, and try to uh, try and get back into it for uh, for Thursday, Friday, and try to peak on Saturday. Because um, like I just said, we know that we that we should have that we should have won that. And um, we were so we were pr- pretty much ahead, and it was just the last 15, 15 20 minutes that that, that we let it slip. So um, yeah, no, we're not over it to be honest. No.
0: Tone admits that the Springboks were too strong for them in that second half and they were not able to make their tackles count. They also lacked physicality required to match the home side.
3: Yeah, no, not really, no. Um, it's just basically, well, like, we of off them. We let them run at us and um, we fell off some tackles. So it basically comes down to that physicality and getting the shoulder and, and getting that, that first up contact. Um, and once you start falling off tackles and once you let them get up, over the game line, that's that, that's... That's what happens to be honest um so I don't know whether it was a lapse in concentration or Lazar tired, but I think it was just, as you say, just the last 15-20 minutes kind of killed us.
0: The availability of South African-born flanker CJ Stunder to play in the final test in Port Elizabeth on Saturday is a huge plus for Ireland. Stunder has completed his one-week suspension after receiving a straight red card in the first test at Newlands for the collision that left Springbok fly-half Pat Lambie concussed and ruled out for the remainder of the series. Stunder is likely to start for the Irish, and Tonus says the former Bulls player has proven his worth for the team.
3: Um yeah, good. Um obviously he's a he's a fantastic player. He's shown for Munster now for a couple of years that he that he's he's an awesome player and he's, he loves getting on the ball, he's a great ball carrier, he gets over he gets over the game line like the majority of times. Um, so, yeah, CJ gets selected, he's it, 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 um, it's always, it's always a plus to have in the team, yeah.
0: Turner says the Irish will be using a piece of history as motivation ahead of the final test of the series, but warned against it clouding the enormity of the task at hand and being a deterrent in them winning the test series, their first test series on South African soil. Turner says it'll be important for the Irish to take something from their first win in South Africa two weeks ago, if they are, to overcome the Springboks.
3: Yeah, I think it's quite important to us. Um, going into that first game was quite important as well, seen as seen as we've never won in Africa before. So, I think that was playing on our minds a bit. And, and now, once we've once we've got that win, I think we can we can push on now to make a bit of more history. To be honest, Um so like it is in the back of our heads. But again, we we're not going to be as emotional or, or, or as invested in that as to, to, to the detriment of our, of our game plan or how we're going to play. Um, I, as I said, it, it is going to be in the back of our heads, but I think the main thing is get, get the performance right.
0: Turner says he's expecting the box to continue where they left off in the second test when they've clashed at the Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium on Saturday and said his team can't allow the opposition to run at will like they did in Johannesburg.
3: I suppose we're expecting them to play... As they played in, the, in that last quarter, I think um, they'll have a lot of confidence from that from the from them last 20 minutes. Um, like, obviously, we can't let them do that again. We can't let them run at us. We can't let them get over the game line as, as easily as we did. Um, so we're going to we're going to have to take confidence from our performance in the first game and the first half to to know that we can do it, and um, to know that we that we can negate their their, their threats. So. Um, yeah, so that's what we're going to have to do, yeah.
0: Toner says they've not been surprised at how well the line-out scrums and malls have gone for them in the first two tests so far, but admitted that the box second-row pairing of Peter to toy and Ibn Etzebeth have got better in the dying moments of the last test. Toner said that they pride themselves with the set pieces and they're looking at doing it again on Saturday.
3: No, I don't think we're surprised at all. Like, we do a lot of work on our on our, on our maul defence, and we do a lot of work on our line defence, Um again i think well how did the we we only we only had five lineouts and we we kind of messed up some of our own at the weekend as well that was just a bit of communication errors but um obviously you've got Steph, the toy and and that's there they're they're fantastic operators in the second row and i think um uh, the toy is a great line-out caller and, and he's he's obviously done well but um uh, i think i'm i'm not surprised that we were able to front up in them mall um it's one thing we we pride ourselves on our pack as well and 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 kind of fronting up to them, so that's one of the things we're going to have to do again. As I said, we do kind of pride ourselves on our set piece, and I think if we're able to get straight ball off the set piece, and again, we have a lot of confidence in our backs to get over over the game line, and our our first-up plays and our first-up phases are quite good if we can get that ball, but... Again, like when it came down to the crucial time of the weekend, um, Evan got up and, and, and he and he stole a line out of us, which was which was uh one of the crucial crucial parts of the game, which I can hold my hand up. I I I made a bad call. Um but again, like it's 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 a thing we just kinda of have to kinda of look over the tape and go through go through it again and again, yeah.
0: We'll have live updates from that test match on Saturday afternoon on SAFM Sports Specialist John Carricker Craig Ray will be keeping an eye on that action in Port Elizabeth for
5: us. Remember that moment you wanted to give up when you had to fill out form after form and stand in long queues so you sought guidance from someone with an end-to-end online global trade solution, a bank that could offer you complete control through a secure online platform for all your foreign exchange and cross-border transactional needs. For some... Global growth is still a tedious process, but not for you. Amazing things happen when you partner with the right people. Partner with NetBank and take your business to the next level. Email business at netbank.co.za for expert guidance on global trade. We're an authorized FSP and registered credit provider. Make things happen. NetBank. Welcome to SABC Sport. It's competition time and we want you to be part of this wonderful experience. Let us spoil you and your partner at the biggest social event this winter. All you have to do is answer three simple questions. Question one, what does VTJ stand for? Question two, what sport will be showcased at the Vodacom Durban July? And question three, what is the name of the race course? Stand a chance to win an SABC Sport Durban experience including tickets to the Vodacom Durban July. SMS your answers, name and province to 33123. Starting with the keyword SABC Sport. Each SMS costs one hundred fifty. Free SMSs do not apply. Season C's apply. Catch the action live on SABC 3 at half past one on the 2nd of July 2016. SABC Sport <inaudible> for the love of the game. SAFM Sports Ramp.
0: Well, we head to the Sam Nyoma Stadium in Namibia now, where Bafana Bafana are in action. It is half-time in that clash against Swaziland, the semi-final of the 2016 Kasafa Cup. SABC sport journalist Valile Mbuli, is there. Valile Bafana trailing by one goal to nil at the break.
6: Yes, there was a bright start from this young Bafana team, and um, I think the first 15 minutes one thought maybe the team would be um, rewarding themselves with the opening goal but it wasn't to be because uh, despite controlling um, most of the position uh, at the time, uh, you didn't get uh, some shots on target um, from them. But once the Switzerland team settled into the game, uh, the class and also the experience uh, started to show. I mean this is a team that has gone um, seven matches without a loss now and um, this is a team that is coming to- from together in the, in the AFCON qualifiers and also they've been one of uh, an exciting teams in this tournament so far coming from uh, the group stages. If you look at the shot that Tony Cabeza had earlier uh, in this game and it was brilliantly saved by Riyad Peters and immediately after that there was another chance that uh, Switzerland should have taken but um, they couldn't do anything about it when Riyad Peters uh, was out of his um, goal line area and of header was also saved by uh, Peters as well and you had Makua's long strike uh, that went wide. In fact, most of the shots from one of one side um, have have been going wide here. Yeah. But uh, on the th- in the 38th minute, uh, you had Tony uh coming in brilliantly, uh, finishing off uh, a move from horse after Rivaldo, who's here the captain, had made that mistake. And now we say at half time, it's one nil two.
0: Lilith, just briefly, uh, can we expect any changes uh, at the half-time break or or do you think the coach will wait and and make some strategic changes uh, later on in the second half?
6: There's there's definitely going to be uh, some changes, one or two, that we should expect. But also you should understand that this team uh, is very thin um, in terms of options um, because if you look at the substitutes that they have, um, Ricotto is a defender, there's German and Menzu Masuku and Tembi um, uh, only bring the options. So you do hope that, um, in fact, not even hope, I think someone like Menzimasuku Masuku, they will definitely bring him in early uh, in, in, in the first half and maybe Tembi might also come in. And you also start to think if maybe they will go back um, to the tactics they employed on Saturday um, when they brought in uh, from, from the bench uh, because Tim goes here to be start but uh, maybe if they will take Dylan Lecoua back into the center of the midfield and take Mubara to play a um, right back and then, um you will have to take Kakane out because so far, he to
0: be Well, let's hope uh, we can score two goals and, and win the thing in 90 minutes. Uh, I don't think my nerves can take another penalty shootout. Philil Mbouleh, thank you so much uh, for your time this evening. We'll have those results for you tomorrow morning on AM Live. As it stands right now in the Euro, uh, it is 1-1 between Hungary and Portugal. Iceland still leading Austria by one goal to 0 at the halftime break. That's it for SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. We're back again tomorrow. Janet Whitten will have more sport for you on AM Live coming up next. It is the talk shop right now, though. It is 7 o'clock.